go from like NXT UK and then go to the Royal Rumble and be on like Evolution as the dark match, like all these things are so incredible to me and I can't believe that this is my life. Well, we are here with the person that you all came to hear talk this week, the WWE Raw Women's Champion, the new Raw Women's Champion who recently won the title at WrestleMania, Rhea Ripley. Rhea, thank you so much for joining us this week. I can see how happy you look. I, I can only imagine that you've had the month of your life going on right now. Man, it's been absolutely crazy, to say the least. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> Everything's just been so busy, but so amazing at the same time. I can't get over it. <laughs> Is it a lot to take on right away? I feel like when someone becomes the, the WWE champion for the, or sorry, the women's champion or any champion for the first time in WWE, it's like a huge learning curve. Uh, has it just been a lot right away? Would you feel, would you say? Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially from being in catering and just like chilling. And now I'm <laughs> raw women's champion. And like, I've got, media every single day i have to go to raw every single week and i'm always like doing so much at tv as well it's just it's a lot it is a lot but it's it's cool to sort of be learning while i'm going at the same time like i'm i'm happy in the position that i'm in because like i like a, i like a bit of stress to be completely honest so it's good to have me stressing out a bit <laughs> You know, you're someone, you know, a lot of a lot of the other people I've had on here have had characters in WWE for like 10 years or more, but you're someone who is still kind of I don't want to say figuring out your character, but still kind of building your character on TV. So how much would you say uh, you know, you the person, you know, your real true self is there in the Rhea Ripley character right now? Um it's pretty much me. It's just like a 10-time version of me. I've said it before where like it's myself, but if I was like that in everyday life, I'd probably get arrested. Um, so that's what I like to think of it as. <laughs> but the re rip that you see on TV, that is, that's me. That's how like I do dress when I go out. That's how I, I do act sometimes, especially when I get mad. Um, so it's not really a character, I don't think. It's more of just a 10 times version of myself, which I think is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned when we were preparing for this interview, uh, we were getting ready to start that you're doing acting classes right now, too. Um, is that kind of to help in that department as well? Yeah, definitely. Because I, I was telling you before, like, my confidence isn't huge in, like, my everyday life. Like, I'm, I'm a real shy person. I'm not very confident. I'm not good at, like, keeping a conversation and being that larger-than-life person. But when I'm in the ring, like, I'm I that's where I get all my confidence and that's where I get to be Rhea Ripley but still myself at the same time which is weird to like say out loud it doesn't make sense but then it does when like you're there doing it <laughs> I think when you're to wrestling fans who will all be watching this I think it makes sense to a certain degree like you know I, I think a lot of people I mean you even hear that with actors where they don't truly feel like they don't break out of their shell until they're pretending to be someone else, you know, or, you know, a character. And that's really when they can kind of feel alive is when they're pretending to be someone else or just uh, living through circumstances that they've lived in, in their real life as well. Uh, so I think it's interesting to hear that it's so much of you still, because I feel like in, in 10 years from now, it's going to be a different story and you're going to be like a Charlotte Flair where Char I feel like Charlotte just exudes confidence 24 seven. 
yeah she definitely does and like I definitely want to be myself as in like Rhea Ripley but I do want to have that same confidence that everyone else seems to have all the time um <laughs> I'm working on it I am I'm working on it <laughs> some of them there. are faking it don't worry some, some of them are faking it they're they're all deep down inside <laughs> having the same issues don't worry they're all struggling with it as well so I mean even me like I'm on here and I'm watching uh, like a Pat McAfee do his show and I'm like man he is so comfortable on his set you know so I get it I, I definitely get it yeah definitely <laughs> you know prior to signing with WWE when you were still training was coming up with a character something you even thought about or were you really just focused on the moves back then? Um, I think I was more focused on like the moves and how I looked physically. I didn't really think about the character stuff at all. Cause like, even in Australia, I would come out to of mice and men, which is like, it was my favorite band at the time. And it was like one of their main songs, second and Sebring. And it's actually about his mom, but I loved it so much. I used that as my entrance song. And I just went out and I was me. I would, go out there and be like I would if I was at a concert or a, a music festival and I'd go out and headbang until like I nearly fell over <laughs> or got too dizzy to like stand up straight. Um, and like I started doing that in the first May Young Classic as well. But I think in the last few years of like my life, I've grown so much as a person outside of wrestling that I've also been growing a lot in the ring and in the wrestling business. Um, but yeah, it's it's still me. It's just an evolved version of myself. <laughs> well, you know, and speaking of your first appearance in the Mae Young Classic to now, I, I feel like you've made, you know, a drastic shift in, in appearance and attitude. Um, would you say that it's just you growing up to a certain degree since you started so young and kind of finding yourself as a person? Or were there people at NXT and WWE who kind of helped mold the character that you've become? Um... I definitely think that it was me growing as a person. Yeah, there was like a few people there that would like help me along in like a certain way. But I I went through something between the first May Young Classic and the second May Young Classic where I was very unhappy in my life at work and outside of work. Um, my My relationship wasn't going too well outside of work. And then at work, I felt like I didn't belong and also I didn't get to see my family at all so I was real sad with that I was just homesick I just I wasn't very happy um so I think this person that you saw in the second Mae Young Classic that was me after I pretty much had enough of the world and I was just like you know what I can't care what everyone's saying about me like I just can't I can't let it get to me I gotta I gotta use that against them somehow and sort of just like help myself explode into like the person that you saw in the second May Young Classic um so it was like a lot of home and life dramas that <laughs> made you guys see the Rhea Ripley that you saw in the second May Young and the Rhea Ripley that you see today yeah I, I can imagine that that's a lot to go through I, I I couldn't imagine being in a separate country away from my family I never even wanted to move out of California because I couldn't imagine <laughs> being away from my family and I don't even see them all the time but it was like man I was like a, not having a drive away I don't know if I could handle that so uh I, I I feel like that has to be a lot to go through especially at such a young age like what what age did you start wrestling uh I actually started at 16 Damn. and then I moved here at 20 so Damn. I need parents like especially then I didn't know how to do anything I didn't know how to open a bank account let alone feed myself I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing <laughs> what was the biggest like culture shock when you got here 
oh man just everything <laughs> I still can't get over like some ways that like people speak like in Australia you're like thank you to like the cash the person that does like um the checking out at the shops let's just say that and you're like thank you and they just go mm-hmm but in Australia it's like thank you and it's like you're welcome have a nice day like that was something that I just I wasn't used to I was like why did she just mm-hmm me like <laughs> did I do was I rude or something like what's going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's a definitely a thing i remember my first time going to new york was a big shock for me like that i, I everyone here in california is fairly polite in that regard but i remember the first time i went to new york everybody was so mean and, and, and you know yelling and stuff like that and cussing you out like in the street you know yelling cuss words at you in the street uh and i yep. had that same thing of like did i do something and everyone was like no no that's just how new york is no big deal you know so yeah that, that's got to be a weird one for for sure i think that yeah i feel like australia seems like a pretty nice place like fa fairly polite for the most part yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize how nice everyone was until I left. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, was was moving to NXT UK helpful for you then and kind of getting to go to see things that you're maybe a little more used to over there? Yeah, I mean, I loved going to NXT UK. I still lived in Orlando, Florida, but like I got to travel there once a month and it was just nice to like, sort of be around somewhere that's close to Australia but like not the same it was like just nice I don't even know how else to put it everyone there was just so welcoming and they really tried to like help me in any way possible and then like like I said even at the shops like you say thank you and they're like you're welcome <laughs> it was just <laughs> nice to hear after a while of like not hearing it um but yeah I I love my time in NXT UK I really do wish that I could at least go back for another match I'd love to wrestle Kaylee Ray. I think that would be amazing. I never had a one-on-one -on -one match with her. So hopefully I get to travel back there soon, but we'll see. <laughs> Who would you say was most helpful to you over there when you were working at NXT UK? Oh, man. Um, huh. There was so many people, like, having, like, Robbie Brookside over there, He he's just a legend. He's He's so funny and he's so like warming he's just he's a warm personality and I do love that um but yeah even like having Shawn Michaels go there as well and also Triple H which I get them here at NXT but just having them there in the UK as well like I learned so much from all the coaches there um Johnny Saint everyone it was just a real great learning step for me I think it was a great way to sort of take that first step in WWE and sort of learn as I'm going because we were trying to make a brand um, and I got to be a part of that which was insane to think of now <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean now it's got a TV deal and it's got the whole it, it's a it's a it's a whole thing now yeah it's definitely grown a lot from where it started and that's amazing like all the guys and girls there in the UK they've worked so hard for this opportunity and I'm so happy to finally see it all happening for them which i'm just i'm just happy for them <laughs> are there any particular superstars from nxt uk who in your opinion if they came out here and were on raw smackdown or the stateside nxt that you think uh would blow up if given the right opportunity i think a lot of them definitely could um for sure a lot of them are bloody fantastic at what they do like the best wrestling that i've 
scene. And it's just so different over there as well. Like the UK style of wrestling is so intricate and just so hard to learn, especially when like you didn't grow up there. Um, I would, I already said her name, Kaylee Ray. I think she could do amazing things in Raw and SmackDown. Um, I think she's fantastic at what she does. She's got a killer promo. She's confident in herself and she can wrestle. So I think that, Kaylee Ray could definitely make a huge name for herself over here. What would you say you'll remember most about your time at NXT UK? <laughs> I remember eating donuts with Zaya Brookside. <laughs> I remember I was going through this real like stage of trying to get super fit since when I moved to America, I put on 10 kilos of weight that I didn't want because <laughs> the food was so different here. But I just remember like every night everyone would go to like the pool area and they'd play like random like bowl games like I don't even know what they're called but just random bowl games in the pool and I'd be there on the treadmill looking through the gym window just watching them being so jealous I'm like huh oh. <laughs> <laughs> just walking along for an hour oh man but it was like <laughs> I got to live their fun through the window <laughs> As frustrating as that may have been, I think that you doing that is why you're now the Raw Women's Champion, though. I feel like you're constantly putting in the work. I mean, I see you posting gym pictures. I see you posting stuff. And I think that, I mean, even like we were just talking about the acting classes, I think that it's very clear to me that you're constantly putting in the work to elevate your career. And at such a young age, I find that very impressive. Thank you. It's definitely something that has taken a couple of years to realize. Um, but also like the gym life chose me, I guess, because it's my place where I can like de-stress and I just, I have to go there. Even like, I haven't been there yet today, but I can feel my body just like aching for it. Like I just need to go to the gym. Like it's a craving to me. And I just, I have to go every single day and I have to put that work in. Otherwise I'm not happy with myself. <laughs> Yeah, I, man, I got to get better with that personally. <laughs> I like built like a training, I built like a little mini gym in my garage and I was like real good at it at the, at the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, I've gotten real terrible at it in the past few months. <laughs> I, 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 my thing I struggle with is trying to figure out like what people do to like motivate them to get in there every day. Like that's the part I have problem with. I can, once I'm there, it's fine. It's the motivating myself to get there. So that's why I find it so impressive that you're able to keep doing that. <laughs> motivation is definitely hard some days but if you're someone like me that loves to eat everything that they see um you sort of just have to tell yourself to go to the gym and try and work <laughs> off what you just ate <laughs> what was the best american food that you discovered when you came out here oh man there's so many like different things like and it just tastes so different than it does in australia i don't know what the best thing would be but I guess I, I stumbled across like smoky bones and it's something that I just love since I've, I've been here. I love getting like the, the ribs and boneless chicken wings and all that sort of like delicious food <laughs> that I shouldn't be eating. <laughs> well, luckily you work out enough to where you can eat whatever you want. I'm like, I, you, you seem like the type where I, I, it's like Matt Riddle where I see Matt Riddle posting pictures of himself like, in fast food and pizza and then he's got a six pack and, and i'm it's, it's very frustrating <laughs> it's 
it's not fair. I wish I was like that, where I could just eat whatever and have a six pack like like Riddle does, because he legit gets to eat whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> it's so infuriating. It's so infuriating. It is. <laughs> it is. Oh. Makes me so mad. <laughs> Uh, was it wild going from losing the NXT UK Women's Championship to then appearing in your first Royal Rumble in 2009? It was like such crazy, you know, roller coaster to get there. Yeah, it was insane. I honestly, like, thinking back on the timeline that I've had in WWE, it's so hard to, like, actually remember which order everything was in. Just because <laughs> there was so much that happened in such, like, a limited amount of time. And... To go from like NXT UK and then go to the Royal Rumble and be on like Evolution as the dark match, like all these things are so incredible to me. And I can't believe that this is my life. Like, I really can't believe that this is my life. Um, if I went back and told mini me that I'd be accomplishing all these amazing things, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't believe it. Yeah, I can imagine. And you're right. When you look at your you know just if you're wikipedia let's say and you're looking at the past like year and a half it's crazy how much you, you've had going on i mean i actually feel like you're someone who got uh, the pandemic messed with the most because your career was like on such an upward trajectory and i and i feel like the pandemic to a certain degree i don't want to say stopped it but it, it slowed it down because of everything that happened and it was like well let's wait until fans are back to a certain degree and so that's i feel like you were one of the biggest tragedies of all of that because you know you didn't get to have that match at wrestlemania well you had the match at wrestlemania but you didn't have it in front of fans you know uh what did you learn most from that whole wrestlemania experience you know you know feeling like you were gonna have the biggest match of your career and then having it all come crashing down like what did you learn most out of all of that um <laughs> it's it's funny because like you said I went to Raymond James and I got to walk around and I was like this is going to be so cool and then <laughs> everything pretty much went downhill in the fact where like we had to go to the performance center and there was going to be no crowd I think the thing that I learned most was to just like still take it in in a way because it was still Wrestlemania and it was still my like debut on the biggest show of the year and I got to step in the ring with someone like Charlotte Flair someone that I had wanted to wrestle for such a time and that I had watched for years um so I just had to remind myself like every day that this was still like a super important moment of my life and my career um and it was it took a different sort of like confidence in myself to go out there and treat it like a WrestleMania match when there was no crowd. That's so like difficult to do because you really do feed off the crowd. Like my whole career has been based on crowd reactions. That's how I've honestly gotten as far as I have because the crowd have been there for me and like everyone's seen it. So they just given me what the crowd wanted, which is fantastic. So going out there and having zero people in attendance, it was terrifying to me. I was like, is this gonna like, feel weird is this gonna like am I gonna be in the right like zone and mind space and am I gonna have that adrenaline to like get me through it but I still had all of that uh which was wild to me I just had to sort of like remind myself that there's still a crowd at home watching and they're still gonna be going crazy and my parents are still supporting me even though they're not gonna be there um so I think that was the 
biggest lesson for me, just like staying true to myself and like just pushing through, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did did uh did Vince McMahon or Triple H give you any advice before the match and how to like deal with that no crowd setting? Um I didn't get to see many people before the match just because like we only had limited amount of staff there because of the pandemic and everything yep. that was going on. Like we didn't want to have too many people around. So I actually didn't get to see many people, which I probably could have used. I could have used a good pep talk beforehand, but you know, we went through it and we had a killer match and I'm, it's one of my favorite matches, even though like I did lose my NXT women's championship. Like it's still one of my favorite matches, especially because there was no crowd and we still went completely ham and just took each other out. <laughs> yeah I, I, do you think that or do you know if there were any plans to bring you to the main roster sooner had the pandemic not happened because it felt like that was where things were heading towards and i remember even triple h had said like in a conference call or something like just wait it out like things were going to go a different direction do you know if there were plans to bring you to the main roster sooner um i don't know no one told me anything i was sort of just going along for the ride um, just doing my job but I had a feeling that I would be going to Raw Smackdown on the next call-ups but it just didn't happen and I wasn't mad about it I just got more time in NXT which was something that I loved I love being a part of NXT I love being around the people there and having matches with those girls like it's definitely a real like home feeling when I'm in NXT and I'm glad that I got a few more months there um, before I did get called up. Well, a year pretty much until I did get called up. <laughs> what were your, some of your favorite, your personal favorite NXT matches that you had? Man, okay. So I... Go top three. What are your I top am, three? My top three. Okay. Top three. I love, obviously I love the match with Shayna Baszler where I won the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, that was one of my favorite moments ever, especially because the crowd got to come in the ring afterwards and I had my own little mosh pit, <laughs> which was epic. Uh, great memory. Great, great memory. Um, another one would be, oh, it's so hard to narrow it down. So <laughs> hard. I, I think my other one would be the first ever women's war games match because I got to use weapons and that's something that I've always wanted to do. <laughs> so that would be definitely in my top three for sure. I can see your evil <laughs> eyes lighting up just talking about it, like thinking of kendo sticks again. <laughs> <laughs> they suck so bad, but they're so much fun to hit people with. I just, <laughs> getting hit with them really hurts, but I, I don't mind swinging them. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you say with the number three, your, your Close out the top three of your favorite NXT matches. Uh, my last match on NXT with uh, Raquel Gonzalez in the last woman's standing match. That was a match that I'm going to hold very, very close to my heart. Also, another match with weapons, which is always, always a plus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's fast forward a little bit. We'll, we'll fast forward to now where you did get to wrestle at WrestleMania in front of fans this time, uh, 25,000 people, and you got to win the Raw Women's Championship. How did it feel just going between polar opposites like that? <laughs> oh, man. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy. Like, I thought I was nervous last year at WrestleMania, but then it came to this year, and I was like, oh, my God, holy crap, like, 
there's a lot of people here. <laughs> there's a lot of people. It didn't even look like 25,000. It looked like 90,000. It was insane. I'm so glad that like we had it two nights because the first night I got to go out on stage and get teary and take it all in and be the emotional wreck that I know I was going to be. And then the second night I got to be all business and just go in there and pretty much bring the brutality and to have a band have Ash Costello and New Year's Day play me to the ring like that's a dream of mine to have an actual live performance especially at Wrestlemania that's a dream for like many people I, <laughs> I guess um so it was just so surreal and so special and it definitely did feel more like my first true Wrestlemania moment yeah I was uh standing right next to the stage for that performance and just like the fire and everything going off and the band it was like oh this is a moment this is rad you know so i yep. I, can, I can't imagine what standing in the center of it felt like and and you're right looking out of the crowd because you were you know at nighttime by that point looking out of the crowd yeah. it didn't feel like twenty five thousand people it, it it felt like a full arena of a hundred thousand people yeah no it definitely did it was such an epic moment in my life like I it's funny because I was so nervous because we didn't get to rehearse like the band at all so like I was in their locker room I was like okay this is where I do the stomp and this is like when I do this stuff if you guys want to join like join in with me um and then it came to my actual entrance and I I just like forgot how to do my entrance <laughs> and I like I ran out there and you can see it like the camera zooms out but I I go out there and I do my stomp and I'm like okay that wasn't the time to do my stomp I was like oh <laughs> it's the next one it's definitely the next one I'm like the pyro didn't go off it can't be that one so then I did it again and the pyro went off I was like oh sweet like did it <laughs> Oh man, that's that's hilarious. I, I mean, were you worried that at some point in the match that there might be a weather delay? Because I mean, from what I was told, if if lightning happened anywhere in a certain vicinity, no matter what, they had to stop and do that pause that happened. Were you worried that it might happen during your match? Absolutely terrified. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was like, I really don't want to stop this match. I just want to keep going. I don't want to have to like stop and start again because that'll just like ruin the momentum and the moment and everything. So I was absolutely terrified. And we had um we had this massive like clear wrapper. I don't even know what to call it, but like over the the over the ring, and it got so full that like the water was like a big bubble. And I was like, if this pops, it's gonna be like being under a waterfall. Like I'm probably gonna get flushed out the ring. <laughs> I saw the pictures of it during the show and it was crazy. It was so big. I was also was so ridiculous. terrified it was going to break, but it also could have looked really cool if it happened though. It might've been like a whole, like a whole movie looking setting. So it could have <laughs> been cool too. Legit. It probably would have been like epic and I would have looked back at it and be like, yeah, that's cool. In the moment I'd be like, what is happening? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, did wrestling Oscar live up to your expectations? Yeah, I ask is someone that I've wanted to wrestle for a long, long time. Like I was in Japan at 17 and I was on the same show as her and I thought she was amazing. So getting in the ring with her and actually like finally getting that moment to face her, I was so excited and so pumped and it definitely did live up to my expectations. I wish that we did get to 
like wrestle a little bit beforehand so we did know each other that much more but it was still amazing to me i had so much fun you know you've talked about triple h and Shawn michaels kind of mentoring you in nxt since they both have such experience in wrestlemania did either of them give you advice this time before the show or or vince since you did get to kind of see people this time um that whole day was like so hectic like (laughs) extremely hectic i didn't even get a chance to breathe especially because like the rain as well so like everything was delayed with people like arriving and we thought that the show was going to get delayed as well so i think everyone else was stressing about that sort of stuff so i didn't want to bother anyone me being the person that i am i was like i'm just gonna let them work the show out uh, if I really do need a pep talk, I'll get one right before I go through the curtains. But at that point, I was I was ready. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't get to talk to anyone until after. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did they say to you after? Who who were the first people you talked to after the match? Um. So I went out the side of the ramp, and the first few people that came up to me were like my friends, my NXT crew, and my boyfriend. So I got to talk to them a little bit, give them a hug, and then. I saw the band, gave them a hug, and then I went to go see Vince. And um, he was just like, well done. Like, you did really, really well. Um, Pretty much, like, you should be proud of yourself, which is something that is amazing coming from the big boss man, you know? (laughs) Like, you always want that. So I was really happy with it. Yeah, uh, I I totally understand that. You know, when when you get that... uh... (laughs) When you get that approval from your boss, it's a, it's a big it's a big thing. So I can only imagine yes. in a thing like WrestleMania where there's millions of people watching, uh, you're at your you know, your tensions are so high, you're so stressed going into it that, that I feel like just getting the good job you should be proud of yourself is is everything in that moment. Yeah, no, definitely. It's nice to be reminded that you're doing your job right. <laughs> Uh, was have you i mean was that really kind of like your only interaction that you really had with vince um yeah just because like he was so busy i didn't want to bother him (laughs) um i'm really awkward as well like like i said before i'm not very like confident in like my everyday life so i was like i just don't want to get in trouble or like like distract him in any way especially because like he does look super busy because he's controlling the whole show so i don't want to go in there and just like distract him from what he's doing <laughs> like, hey what up boss man what'd you think of that you know <laughs> yeah i can i can i can imagine <laughs> i can imagine that's tough uh he's you know, so obnoxious just like nah <laughs> screw what you what you're talking about what you're trying to do like me <laughs> uh, uh this main event can wait vince i i i need your approval here legit <laughs> <laughs> you know i i loved uh how you let your your emotions fly at the at the top of the show you know on night one like you were saying where you were an emotional wreck during it um before the cameras even started rolling how did it feel just to hear that first pop from the crowd because they didn't show it on tv but i was there and like when you guys all walked out in silence and we all knew the show was finally starting again i feel like everyone's heart just like grew 10 sizes and everyone just got so happy but what did it feel how did you feel in that moment Oh man, it just felt right. Like it really felt right. It was it was really cool to like hear the crowd and hear how excited they are after not being able to go to a live show for a year. Like it wasn't only special for like us, it was special for them and I think that's what rest like what makes wrestling so special and important 
and walking out there and like hearing them all saying like welcome back and like just cheering for all of us and like cheering that there's a show that they can like go watch in person I loved every single second of it I was trying so hard not to get emotional um especially like day of I was like I can't ruin my makeup before I go on tv <laughs> so I was really trying not to get too emotional but like once you're out there and you're in front of the crowd it's just such a like amazing feeling that you can't really describe with words it's hard to describe how special and important that feels um and I thought I was doing a good job at keeping my emotions in check until I looked to my side and Edge was there and he like nodded and he winked at me with tears in his eyes and I just I lost it and then I saw like a, a fan in the front row and he's like you got this free you've got this and I, I lost it even more I was like I can't hold this in and I look up and I'm on the big screen crying. I was like, thanks, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> it had to have also been a trip that you were like, it was you, Edge, Roman Reigns. Like, you were next to Vince McMahon. You were next to, like, the main people on stage that are, like, the main yep. talent in WWE. For being such a young person, that's got to be, like, crazy to you, right? Like, that you're, that you're standing amongst the top talent in WWE right in the front. Yeah, no, definitely crazy. I was like, do you want me to stand here? Like, I can go in the back if you want. Like, <laughs> I don't mind. It's cool that I'm on the stage anyway. But it's just like, it's so weird to think that because like a lot of the people that were on that stage, I watched growing up, which is so weird to think. I'm just like, how, how is this my life right now? Like, it's just insane to think that I got to be on WrestleMania with people like Randy Orton, like people like The Miz, like people that I've watched for years. It's just insane. And to be able to stand on that stage with all of them, like me being me, I, I felt like I should be up the back. Like I said, I was like, wow, these people are like big names. But then like, I got to remind myself that like, I'm only growing my name too. Uh, and it's hard to like keep reminding myself that um, like I belong there, which is, super insane to say but like amazing at the same time <laughs> I, I totally get it though you know i've only been here at fox sports for a certain amount of time and it's you know it's obviously not on the same level but my friend one of my best friends always has to tell me that where he's like hey man like you're good like you deserve to be where you are you can like relax a little bit and be happy about it and i'm like no no i gotta keep grinding gotta keep grinding gotta keep hustling so i i i totally understand that mentality of being like okay all right, I can I can look around and be proud of what I'm doing right now. So I, I but it's tough. It's yeah. definitely tough. After your win, it definitely is. Yes, after your win, um, when I was there, I filmed a video inside the stadium, and I talked about how to me it appeared that with your victory, Bianca's win over Sasha and Raquel Gonzalez's NXT title win, that it almost felt like the beginning of a new era for women's wrestling in WWE. Is that something that you agree with? Because I've seen you posting new era type stuff since, and I love it. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It It's super cool to be on this journey with these females, uh, to see all the struggles that like we've all been through and be there for one another and like just travel and grow as humans together. And now we're finally taking over. I think that's super special. Like it definitely is the new era of females that are knocking on the door and we're coming through and we're, we're, we're taking over. I think Yanka says it best. I, I keep using it because like when she said it to me, I was like, yeah, that's true. Like they don't have to leave, but they're going to have to move over because we're taking over. Like 
sorry, but we're here now. Like, you're going to have to accept us because we're not going to go anywhere. We're here to stay and we're here to win championships. And I guess in my case, bring the brutality. <laughs> is it, is it, is it cool? Is it, I shouldn't say cool. Is it, is it um, a challenge for you to, or to have to say that to people like Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, you know, Becky Lynch, if she comes back, is it, is it, is it hard for you to say that knowing what they've done before you? If it, if I was myself like a year ago, it would be hard. But now I'm just like, I'm at that point where I'm like, sorry guys, like we're here. I, I don't mind wrestling you guys, but I just want to let you know that like, it's not going to be an easy match. Like I'm going to, I'm going to bring everything that I got and I think I'm ready. And I know that Bianca's ready and I know that Raquel's ready. And there's many more behind us as well that are coming through as well. Um, but I think, it's less with words, more with actions. And I think everyone's finally realizing that. Do you think it's safe to say though, that those people I named Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Bailey, that they paved the way for you guys to be able to do what you're doing right now? Definitely, definitely. They've done so much incredible things in their career. Uh, they've made history countless times and helped the women's division grow and evolve. Um, it's going to be hard, <laughs> hard shoes to fill, uh, definitely. But I think that it's in good hands with us, for sure. Um, hopefully we can help bring it to new heights that it hasn't seen before. They've definitely helped grow it. Like the women's division has come so far in the last few years, like so incredibly far. And I'm so proud of every single woman on the women's roster. Um, they've all put in the work and they're, they're out to prove that we can do what the guys are doing. And I absolutely love that. Um, that's why, like, I don't mean to say, like, they have to leave because they don't. But we can keep making history together. And then when they do leave, when that time is right, like, it'll be in good hands and we'll keep rising the women's division. So when did you find out that you guys were going to have that moment on NXT TV? How soon... You know, how far out did you find out that you guys were going to have that moment where the three of you get in the ring together and point at the photo and kind of like stick your flag in the ground to let people know that, like, this is our time? Um, we found out morning of, actually. <laughs> so I got a message and they were like, hey, do you mind coming to NXT tonight? Like with your championship, we want to do something on TV. Uh, looking back on that photo that you posted, which was super cool as well, because like I just posted that photo not thinking that it would blow up this much, but it did. And I'm, I'm glad it did because we got our moment to show everyone exactly who we are. Um, but yeah, we found out morning of, and my championship was actually in Tampa um, in the championship <laughs> case. I didn't bring it home because I got told to just leave it there. So I did. So someone had to go pick it up and they had to bring it to NXT. And I felt so bad. <laughs> I felt so bad, but I was like, sorry, like I need it. Like <laughs> <laughs> explains why uh why uh Bianca still had Sasha's side plates on there. Everybody wouldn't stop talking about how she still had Sasha's side plates on there. Everyone went nuts and I'm like, what everyone doesn't understand is like the day before was Monday. So I was at work. So my plates got changed. It hadn't been Friday yet, so they couldn't change her plates yet. Like, people don't understand that. Like, we don't go to work every single day. We work from home as well. Like, sorry. I, I'm so glad that you said that because I, I didn't have any, like, I didn't know if that was the case, but I wouldn't see everyone. I saw everyone talking about it, and I and someone tweeted asking me 
And I said the same thing. I'm like, I assume it's because Rhea was at work on Monday and Bianca hasn't been to SmackDown yet. And everyone was like, but they usually do it that moment. I was like, but yeah, it was WrestleMania. Like, I don't know. There was, it was COVID. There's a lot going on right now. So I'm glad to know that exactly. it was a very simple reason <laughs> like that. Exactly. I was just like, I don't understand why everyone's like losing their mind right now. And then I was, I started thinking about things and I was like, it's the same side play as my NXT UK one. So maybe they just use that one and they haven't made Bianca ones yet. I don't know. Like it could be anything. I don't know why everyone's so mad. Like that Bianca was wasn't mad. She was like, at <laughs> least like I have so something to say that I got it from Sasha. Like she was really happy with it. And then everyone else was just mad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, my mind, that was where my mind went as well. I was like, Maybe they already had Rhea's side plates because she already had side plates in the past. And this is Bianca's first title win in WWE as a whole. So, yeah, I'm glad logistics that you have the exact that, that, that my mind was in the right place there. OK, yes. I, I like to end all my first time interviews talking with my guest about their finishing moves for you. That's the riptide. So first, tell me, what's the most memorable riptide you ever hit on someone? Oh, man. I think probably the one at the first ever Women's War Games match where I got to put Shayna through two chairs. <laughs> it's definitely one of my most memorable moments. <laughs> I love how much you enjoyed the hardcore matches. That that's, that's <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> you're going to become the, the female Mick Foley over here in a, in a few years. Just, you're going to have to I, keep escalating oh, until you're going through a flaming table or something. Legit, except for I'm not going to lose my whole ear. I'll probably just lose this half because my stretches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're already halfway to McFoley, so you're good. Uh, second, who's your favorite person to hit the move on? Oh, I don't know. I would probably say uh, Io Shirai, just because she is so like small and light, and I feel like I just pop her up so high. Once I actually like threw her down with so much force that like she couldn't breathe. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> My bad. But like I think <laughs> I just bad. get so excited because she's so like light. I'm just like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> who uh who gave you like did, did you use the riptide before you came to WWE or did someone WWE suggest you start using that? No. So <laughs> I actually used to use like the go to sleep in Australia because like I was a huge CM Punk mark. Um, <laughs> oh, so you must have but, loved when he called you out on backstage that one time then. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Riptide was just something that, I don't know, I just was trying to come up with a move that I could call my finish and it's something that um, I just kept practicing and then got pretty good at. I was like, it's pretty easy. like can't go wrong really <laughs> i've always loved that move i've always thought it was a, a underrated move like i love the pump handle slam so yeah i yeah. i love that you use that one lastly <laughs> what's one time you hit the riptide that you wish you could take back for whatever reason oh my gosh these are really difficult questions <laughs> i gotta close it in the, i gotta close it in style you know what can i say <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess probably the riptide that I hit on Charlotte at WrestleMania 
just because I should have saved it. I really should have saved it and pulled it out of nowhere because I sort of showed her my game plan and it was at the start of the match and she sort of just shrugged it off like it was nothing. And I'm like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) That seems fair. That seems fair. All right, well, thank you so much for giving me the time today. I really appreciate it. Congratulations again on winning the Raw Women's Championship. I'm so glad I got to be there for it. And I can't wait to see how your entitled title reign turns out. (laughs) <laughs> thank you thanks for having me this has been fun <laughs> yeah great yeah i agree it was a blast thank thank you again i appreciate it <laughs> no worries thank you <laughs> peace <laughs> all right well that was Rhea ripley the raw women's champion i had such a great time chatting with her she is such a fun presence on wwe tv and like i said the sky is the limit for her. I mean, the fact that she has done all of this in such a short amount of time makes me think that she is someone who is going to have a long-lasting effect on WWE TV. Okay, well, we are done here. Make sure that you subscribe to Out of Character on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show. And while you're there, please rate and review. To those of you who have done it already, I really appreciate it. It helps us move up the charts. So please keep doing it. I, I'm very happy when I see that you guys are enjoying this show because I enjoy getting to talk with all of my favorite superstars. I have loved every single episode so far. I'm probably saying the word love too much, but I'm just in such a good mood. It's been really cool getting to do this, getting to talk with all of my favorite people. I hope that you guys are enjoying it as much as I am. Make sure if you're only listening to the audio of this show that you check out the video as well. It's on YouTube. It's on the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. That's where you can find all the WWE on Fox video content. You can find my WrestleMania vlog there, past interviews, and a bunch more. Make sure that you go follow or subscribe. I think it's subscribed to the YouTube channel. Also, make sure you follow WWE on Fox on all social media. We're putting out good content all the time. That's where you can find my articles. You can find fun memes. You can find all the cool stuff that we're doing here. Make sure that you follow at WWE on Fox. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, I'm Ryan Satin, and this is Out of Character. For the best stories, easy to find scores and comprehensive team pages, plus access to every live Fox Sports game and exclusive bonus cameras, Download the all-new Fox Sports app now.